Welcome to another episode of the Fulfilling Walk podcast. I'm your host, Rick Williams. So what are some things we can do to improve ourselves? Well, today we'll explore eight necessary questions for self-improvement. So let's dive right in and explore each question in depth. So what is self-improvement and what does that actually mean? It is the act or process of improving oneself by one's own actions. Individuals interested in self-improvement look for opportunities to make themselves better. They seek change to improve their actions, their way of thinking, and their relationship with others. They seek to improve their lives, not only mentally, but also physically and spiritually. We may often think of this as a New Year's resolution, but you don't need to wait to ring in a new year to start making self-improvements because it's always a good time to do so. I've always been ambitious, but setbacks and plans that fell apart just made feeling optimistic difficult for me. My plans to go into the military right out of high school fell through. A bad marriage made it impossible for me to follow through with my calling to be a minister. I wasn't a total failure in my other endeavors, but despite my achievements in career and personal life, I couldn't shake off the sense that something was missing. I was not fulfilling my life purpose. I had been told that I was no longer worthy of pursuing the calling that I knew I had answered years before. The depression and rejection that I felt sent me into a downward spiral that took years to recover from. I sought counseling and coaching. My coach told me, the answers you seek are within you. Take some time to reflect on what truly matters to you, what brings you joy, and what you envision for yourself. She also told me, don't let the voice of others discourage you or tell you that you are not fit to serve. And if you can't do what you originally wanted to do, find another avenue to follow your calling or life purpose. The answers you seek are within you, she told me. Take some time to reflect on what truly matters to you, what brings you joy, and what you envision for yourself. I started journaling my thoughts and feelings, exploring passions, and identifying areas where I could grow. The process was both challenging and enlightening as I confronted some of my biggest fears and insecurities. I also put away some negative thinking that had been embedded in my brain by others, saying I was not good enough and that I was damaged goods. I set some goals for myself. I wanted to cultivate more meaningful relationships, both personally and professionally, and to prioritize self-care and personal well-being. I also longed to make a positive impact on others, helping them deal with similar issues I had dealt with, and I decided that I did not have to stand behind the pulpit or be a senior pastor to minister to others and help them find a spiritual relationship with God. I began to take action toward my goals. I encountered obstacles and moments of self-doubt, but I was resilient and I persevered, drawing strength from the knowledge that I was given and that I was on a path of growth and self-improvement. I wasn't damaged goods. Over time, I noticed positive changes in my life. I felt more fulfilled and my relationships flourished as I became a better listener and a more empathetic friend and co-worker. 
My career also took a turn as I discovered a passion for mentoring and empowering others. I also began to find ways to give back what I felt God had blessed me with. I realized I was worthy no matter what others may believe. I did this by answering several questions on self-improvement. Let's explore these questions now. So let's explore some good questions to ask ourselves about self-improvement in our own lives. Well, question number one, take a moment to connect with your inner desires and aspirations. It's crucial to discover your passions, those activities that make your heart race and your soul come to life. Embrace your dreams, and as you pursue them, you'll find yourself on the path to becoming the best version of yourself. Now, question number two. Should I really change? Reflect on your strengths, your talents, and areas where you genuinely excel and enjoy yourself. Sometimes we may feel pressured to change just for the sake of it, but the question helps us to recognize that growth isn't always abandoning who we are. Instead, it's about redirecting our focus towards nurturing the aspects of ourselves that we wish to see flourish. Question number three, what's the bright side in all of this? Life is a journey filled with ups and downs, and it's easy to get lost in the darkness of challenges. But there's always a glimmer of hope and positivity waiting to be acknowledged. This question encourages us to embrace those obstacles as opportunities, leading us to discover what truly makes our world go round. Question number four. Am I comfortable with what I'm doing? You know, each of us is unique and with our own preferences and quirks. It's essential to embrace our individuality and recognize that being true to ourselves brings about the most authentic happiness. So don't be afraid to stand out and make choices that align with your genuine self and your personal values. Question number five. Have I done enough for myself? In the pursuit of success and achievement, it's easy to forget about the importance of self-care and personal fulfillment. The question prompts us to seek out moments of happiness and contentment in our journey. And if you find yourself periodically unhappy, remember, small doses of unhappiness can lead to immense growth and open doors to experiences we could never have imagined. Question number six, am I happy at where I am today? Happiness is a powerful driving force for self-improvement. If you find contentment in your current state, hold on tightly to it and use it as fuel to unleash your full potential. Remember, the pursuit of growth should come from a place of fulfillment and joy and not from a place of distraction. Question number seven, how much could I have? In a society that often glorifies excess and material possessions, this question reminds us to focus on what genuinely matters. It's about finding the balance between our wants and needs and realizing that true wealth lies in experiences, relationships, and personal growth, not necessarily material things. Question number eight, what motivates me? This question is an exploration into our inner drive and passions. What makes your heart beat faster? What brings you joy and fulfillment? There are countless sources of motivation, and it's up to each of us to uncover them. 
This journey of self-discovery is a beautiful and transformative process. And there you have it. The eight necessary questions for self-improvement. Take time to ponder these, dear listeners, and use them as stepping stones to unlock your potential for personal growth. The scriptures do not directly use the term self-improvement, but they do contain many principles and teachings that are applicable to personal growth, character development, and spiritual maturity. Here are some key scriptures and principles related to self-improvement. Seeking Wisdom. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, the scripture says, The beginning of wisdom is this, Get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. The scriptures encourage seeking wisdom and understanding as a path to personal growth and discernment in decision-making. Wisdom is different from knowledge. Knowledge is information of which someone is aware of. Knowledge is also used to mean the competent understanding of a subject, potentially with the ability to use it for a specific purpose. Wisdom, however, is the ability to make correct judgments and decisions. It is an intangible quality gained through our experiences in life. Scriptures also speak of renewing the mind. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, we are told, Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. This verse highlights the importance of transforming our minds through spiritual growth and aligning ourselves with God's will. The scriptures also speak of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. These qualities represent the character and traits that believers should strive to develop and exhibit in their lives. Scripture also talks about putting off the old self. In Ephesians chapter 4, 22 through 24, it states, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created like God in true righteousness and holiness. This verse emphasizes the process of putting off negative traits and behaviors and adapting a new righteous way of living. In the scriptures, we are also told to press toward our goals. In Philippians 3 verses 13 through 14, we read, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This verse encourages believers to have a forward-looking mindset, striving toward growth and maturity in our faith, and to reach our goals. The scriptures also tell us to practice self-control in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5-7. through 7. We read, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, 
and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. Self-control is one of the virtues that Christians are encouraged to cultivate as part of their spiritual growth. These biblical principles illustrate the importance of continuous growth, character development, and living a life that reflects God's love and righteousness. By incorporating these teachings into our lives, believers can work towards personal improvement and spiritual maturity. These biblical principles illustrate the importance of continuous growth, character development, and living a life that reflects God's love and righteousness. By incorporating these teachings into their lives, believers and non-believers can work towards personal improvement and spiritual maturity. Thank you for tuning in to the Fulfilling Walk podcast. I hope you have found this episode informative. We ask that you stay motivated, embrace your passions, and keep thriving. And remember, the path to self-improvement begins with introspection and a willingness to grow. Join us next time as we continue exploring strategies and stories for a more fulfilling walk. I'm your host, Rick Williams, and it's always a pleasure to have you listen. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on our profile page. We are still in need of subscribers to be able to get advertisers. To contact us, you just need to visit our website at thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. That's thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. There you can email us and connect to our social media pages. You can also give a small monthly donation to help with our website if you so choose. This will help with equipment and studio upgrades, and we will appreciate any donation. Just click on the Support This Podcast button on our Spotify profile page. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, have a good day.